Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, thanks for joining us for the On The Pace Thursday edition for this week. We had a big night of racing out of Bathurst last night. Ten races, in fact, uh, was the order of the evening. And there were several participants who were able to have good nights at the office, including Wendy and Emma Turnbull. They combined for an early double in the first and third races on the card. Chris and Anthony Frisbee also had a good night out. They had multiple winners and Amanda Turnbull, uh, not surprisingly so, was able to get a couple of winners home in the bike as well. Well, we had a stack of trial sessions yesterday at Newcastle. Miss Streisand stepped out. We haven't seen this there for quite some time for Roy Roots Jr., but it was great to see her back at the trial. She was third in her trial. She hasn't been on a racetrack since August of last year. And in the last probably 18 months, we haven't seen a great deal of her. So we'll be good to see her back at the races shortly, hopefully. And also Penrith had a trial session and Tasty Delight was back in action. Uh, the star three-year-old for Brian Portelli, no doubt, uh, aiming towards the APG features. He was an APG purchase. There was no APG two-year-old series run last year due to COVID, but a rich three-year-old series coming up. So we'll keep an eye on Tasty Delight. The tab's also open on several of the features from Saturday night at Menangle, the La Cucaracha for the Open Trotting Mares. Also the New South Wales Trotters Oaks and the Open Race, where Ignatius just goes around. That's a good, strong, open-class race as well. And, of course, there's the features in uh, Victoria as well for the APG where Expensive Ego and Pelosi are short price favourites and the WA Derby and the likes as well. So it's going to be a really, really interesting weekend of harness racing. Will Rickson's joining us this morning to discuss Penrith tonight. There's eight races at Penrith this evening. The first gets underway at 6.07. And Will has some pretty good drives on paper, hopefully a few winners to be found. Thanks for your time this morning, Will. No worries at all. It's been about 12 months since we spoke last on this show. I know there's been a few changes in your working life. You've now linked up with Blake Fitzpatrick, I believe. So how's that all going for you? And are you enjoying yourself out there? Yeah, no, it's been good so far. It's, um, you know, it's all different. It's good to learn of, um, you know, different trainers. And, and you know, it's all, all good learning for me. And, you know, I think Blake's one of the best drivers going around, so... I think that will um, help me too. Blake has a lot of trotters in his stable. Is that something you're enjoying, I guess, learning about as well? Because he does such a good job with his square gaiters and I'm sure there's uh, plenty of different tricks of the trade that he has. Yeah, for sure. And there's a, a lot of trotters here too. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been good learning about them as well. You're having a good season, 24 winners so far. You're sitting fifth in the concession drivers list, but it's a hard list to be a part of because so many of you young guys are kicking real goals. So to get those 24 winners in such a competitive driving market, you must be happy with how things are ticking along? Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty busy and, and getting some good opportunities. So um, just got to try and make the most of it and hopefully keep driving winners. Yeah, hopefully tonight as well. You've got Finery in the first event on the card, 6.07. A two-year-old taking on the older horses, which is not easy to do, but she's a really nice filly, this girl. We haven't seen her since she was third in the pink bonnet going back to the 27th of February. You must have been thrilled with that performance to only be beaten 10 metres in 53-5 and five at start number two. Yeah, for sure. She just she come a long way in a little time, in you know, a short period of time, so... Um, I know Steve and, and the family are really happy with how she's been working and, 
yeah, she gave me a really good feel in her trials and her couple of runs to date. So um, I'm expecting a pretty good performance from her tonight. Two months since that and no trial to prepare. Have you spoken to Stephen about how forward she is for tonight's assignment? Yeah, I spoke to him last week and um, he, he gave her a couple of good hit outs. That, you know, he took her to Bathurst, um, Bathurst track and gave her a couple of good hit outs and said that she's um, you know pretty fit and ready to go. So um, he's a really good trainer, Steve. So, um, yeah, I expect her to be pretty forward. And for the two-year-olds, it's something that we don't see a great deal of them early in the season racing over the longer trip. But she goes over the 2,100 metres tonight. Do you see that as being any issue for her? She seems to be uh, pretty solid and pretty calm in her way of going. So she should settle, you would think. Yeah. I don't think it will worry her too much. She's, you know, she's been really laid back in the, you know, starts to date and, Although um, you know they they seem to rev up a little bit after they see the gate a few times, she's her manners have been you know really good so far. So you know I think she'll she'll settle pretty good from the back line tonight, and um, hopefully it won't worry her too much. And the Penrith track, do you see there being any issues there? I believe she trialed there once. Yeah, no, nah, no issues at all. She she trialed there before she won her first race and um, trialed really nice there. So yeah, don't see that as an issue at all. From the outside of the second row, is there any plans in place? Is she a filly that you think is capable of if they really do back off doing some work or is it at this stage in her career you sort of just have to uh, leave her for one run at them? It's a race strong enough to see, you know, how the tempo is and where all the dangers are. But, you know, in the ideal world, um, the pace is pretty solid early and she can come with one run. But if they do really back off, I definitely won't be afraid to... You know, poke into the race. I think she's a, I think she's the best horse in the race anyway. Alrighty, that's race one, number ten, finery. Races two and three. You drive Ruffies here in Band Six and Clement Sorrell. They're both drawn nicely, but there's short price favourites in both of those races that look hard to beat. Yeah, hopefully Band Six can find the front fence and get a, a nice run there somewhere. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if he runs, you know, third or fourth and. You know, in in the minor money there somewhere, he's probably not going as bad as his form looks. And um, Clement Terrell, he, he probably just looking if he can get to the fence, I think he's a good place chance. But you know, drawn to it just might be a bit awkward. But if he can find the fence somehow, I think you know he, he'd be a good place chance. He better step aside as you drive in race number four. Finds himself in a winnable race here with your claim as well. Uh, you've driven him by the looks of things, once, and you're able to combine for a victory. So looking to maintain that strike rate. What did the stable make of his last start effort at Menangle? He was fourth. It was a pretty strong closing half, so that may not have suited his style of racing completely. Yeah, they definitely weren't disappointed with him, although he, he didn't have – he had a pretty good run and had every chance that night. He, um, you know, he, he's, his best runs this time back have been at, at Newcastle and Penrith, and I think back to the small track he – He'll be pretty hard to beat tonight. So, um, yeah, I think he's in with a good shot. We had Blake on the show a couple of weeks ago and he mentioned that his best style of racing is just to be left alone early and come with one run. I'm assuming that will be the same case tonight, but it's not easy around Penrith when you draw out wide and have to go back at the sprint trip. Yeah, over the sprint trip, well, I haven't really spoke too much about Blake, to Blake about the race, but we might have to, he, he can leave the gate not too bad, so we might have to push forward at the start and, and try and get a spot there close because, you know, it's hard to come, it's hard to round them up from the back at Penrith over a mile. So I think you probably got to bite the board early and try and get a close spot. 
Righty, that's race number four. Race number five, you combine with Pearl Button again. She was able to break the maiden last time out. She had a front row draw then, a second row draw tonight. Does that make it a little harder for her? Yeah, it does. She, you know, she was able to find the front um, a couple of weeks ago and, and win. Um, probably just a little bit harder of a race, nine and draw in the back row, but um, if she could run in the money, I'd be I'd be happy. She'll um, probably get driven with one run tonight and hopefully she uh, runs home all right. And you've got Dodie's daughter and so hidden for David Wade in the sixth and seventh races tonight. Can they give a bit of a shot at, at long odds? I know so hidden was able to win two starts ago, goes around it uh, as a roughie tonight. Um, I think Dodie's daughter, she she's sort of got a bit of gate speed. So if she can um, buzz out early and get to the fence, I think she's probably a sneaky chance, maybe each way. Um, but the other fella, it, it's um, so hidden. It's just probably a bit hard for him tonight. He might be one to look look for, you know, when it's in a bit of a weaker race at somewhere else. But um, I think Dodie's daughter's probably an each way chance. You've got the seven drives tonight in the first seven races. You get an early mark with no drive in the last. Is there one that sticks out to you? Is it Finery? You're looking forward, no doubt, to partnering up with her again in the first. Does she look your best chance on paper? Yeah, I've definitely been looking forward to getting you know, getting back on her and her coming back from a little break. So um, she's the one I'm really looking forward to and I think she, she probably is my best chance for the night. Before we let you go, just on Finery, do you know the plans that she has coming up over the next couple of weeks and months? Because she had that freshen off the back of the pink bonnet. What she paid up for? I think just the main the main target sort of coming a bit later in the season with the Breeders' Challenge. Um, she, she's not paid up for a hell of a lot. So um, I think hopefully if she has a few runs, you know, in the next few weeks, maybe another little break and then get ready for the Breeders' Challenge, I think. I think that's her main aim at, at the moment anyway. All righty. We'll keep an eye out for Finery over the next few weeks. She looks to be a filly with her fair share of ability. Appreciate your time this morning, Will. Best of luck tonight at Penrith. No worries. Thanks for having me, Britt. Will Rickson there this morning. Seven drives tonight at Penrith and quite a few good chances as well. But you know, I share his sentiment in terms of Finery tonight. From what she's done so far, she's had the two runs. She won on debut at Bathurst and then she went to that pink bonnet last time out. And uh, she was very good in third in extremely strong time on that occasion as well. So looking forward to seeing what she can do in her second racing preparation. Of course, she is a daughter of Bling It On, was his first race day winner as well. Uh, so she will be not only Breeders' Challenge eligible, but also uh, Breeders' Challenge Blue, I believe. So she'll have a few good targets to look forward to as the season goes on. Finery out of Dazzling Days, a better's delight mare. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. Penrith tonight is our lone racing card. And then we've got two tomorrow, Leeton in the daytime slot and Newcastle tomorrow night ahead of that big uh, group night of racing out of Tabcourt Park Menangle on Saturday night. The Lacooka Ranch is sponsored by up and quick at Trump Bloodstock. That is race number four on the card and the trotting mares will go over the sprint distance trip for $25,000. There's also the APG, a four-year-old consolation, which I didn't mention earlier on. That's for $50,000 and that's a mixed sex event. So the likes of JOK and Crunch Time look the ones to beat there.
and then the propulsion at Trump Bloodstock, New South Wales Trotters Oaks at Group 2 level is certain to be very, very competitive. Plenty of Victorian interest. Uh, Amanda Grieve, Brent Lilly, Anthony Button, Sonia Smith are back in town alongside Marie Caldo and, and Mick Blakemore. So to be honest, the Victorians show a stronger interest in terms of uh, numbers than the locals for that New South Wales Trotters Oaks as well. And then race number seven is a smaller open class event but very competitive over the 2300 metres. Uh, Ruby's for Tash is two from, well, was able to win first up, I should say, and made it back-to-back uh, -back victories first up for Jason Grimson last time out. Ignatius and also Ultra Orlando look very, very competitive, as does Balraj, who will be driven by Chris Alford with, of course, Luke McCarthy in New, uh, in Victoria, I should say, to partner up with Expensive Ego. Fred Hastings will be on in this time slot tomorrow. We'll join Dave Stanley. Uh, to go through all of the markets and interest heading towards that big night of racing from an angle on Saturday night. That's on the pace for a Thursday. We'll chat again next week.